And welcome to another episode of Road Sodas. Welcome. Welcome. Was that a tandem can crack? I think it was. I don't think we've had one of them before. Not yet. And speaking of horrific news, dear listener, this is going to be a brief momentary section of of seriousness we alluded to getting a a guest our dear friend john on this episode and we planned it out and we had it all lined up and then guess what we did you one better uh, well before we get to that we got we got some news about john that uh we try not to get serious we try not to uh, talk about there's been a disease that's in the news a lot lately Uh, it's making the rounds it's kind of all anybody's thinking and talking about other than the election results and we try to uh, be a distraction from that, but every now and then it bleeds through. And the reason that John couldn't be on the call is he has, in fact, tested positive for penis disease. Yeah, it's a tough diagnosis, man. Yeah, it's hit us all right in the chest. We're, we're hoping he's going to pull through, we but really yeah. you know the results. Hey, our prayers go out to you, John. The we're, results uh, are dire. We're really hoping he can beat he, he can beat penis disease. We're hoping he can beat it, yes, and that he can pull it through. It's not a death sentence. That's what he has to recognize. Yeah, the circum the circumstances, the circumcision. There's something there. Anyway, instead, <laughs> we have a as 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 Jimbo mentioned, an upgrade. We have the many times mentioned Matt S. Hey, not even sure Hello, if he wants listeners. me to use S in his name. <laughs> yeah, but, welcome. welcome. I mean, Matt. that's that's how you guys. You know, knew me, know me, so I'm fine with that. I disagree. Yeah. You are Matt to me. Any other Matt S is Matt S to me. I have a cousin <laughs> named Matt Shaw who I've known for however old he is now, which is probably in his late 20s. But, like, he's not Matt to me. You're Matt. He's Matt S. I've discussed this recently because I, really I was that. thinking about it. It's one of those things how nicknames sometimes occur and then they become no longer needed or appropriate. And I've had many people, yeah, like the this fact is me that and Wiggles, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. But the fact that like I've called you Matt S so far out of the context of our friend group that people have assumed your name is spelled M A T T E S S or something. That I'm it's like, sorry, is ma- that real? Ma- yeah, it's a mattress. Mattess. With, with, you drop the R. <laughs> Wait, who thought that? People out here. Okay, who are willing to, the people out west who are willing to entertain any sort of silly name that a person might theoretically have. Yeah, oh, your name is Mattress without the R? Sure. Well, Ben, I imagine, like, you tell stories like I tell stories, with just people's names inserted, and the people listening to you, I guess, try to assume that they know the person, or, or, you know, want to feel at least close to you, and they're like, so, Matt S.? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's because, like, it's not like I'm mentioning another Matt in the story. So, like, there's right. no reason for him to. And it's usually, like, not usually, but occasionally, it'll be like, "Oh, it was um, you know, my buddies uh, Matt S and Wiggles," and they're like, "If someone's Wiggles in the story, then, then I'm, yeah, I'm fine with the other thing. That's that's a non-starter." Yeah. No, mine are always like, "I almost saw Frank Gadino die today," and they're like, "Who's Frank Gadino?" It's like, "Oh, he's this union electrician." But we told him to work on a live panel, and guess what? It ended up arcing on him because we're assholes. <laughs> yeah. You say the like, full yeah, name I, as if look, they know look, them. Look, he almost died. It was 480 <laughs> in that shit, man. <laughs> no, I mean, as as a Matt, you get used to there being just 
like an untold plethora of other mats in the world. So to have a unique identifier like that, it's just, you know, par for the course. So yeah, yeah. totally cool. <laughs> well, great. Well, it's good to finally have you on. Uh, we, you've, you've come up in the uh, several of the moving stories. Yeah, and quite the... honestly, you were probably like one of our first mentions wow. and probably like first in line for being a guest. And I nailed it. First guest. Well done. And the camp failure hiking I was going to say, I, I believe I have a record to correct there. Oh, please, please do. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd, I'd heard there was some disagreement about uh, whether or not I threw up. And I'm here to tell you guys that I didn't. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Dude, Matt's, Matt's our iron stomach. I, yeah. was, I was very proud of that. Hell yeah. I think you were the only one then. Because I, I don't. That's exactly right. Yeah. I don't specifically remember throwing up, but I. I, I'm sure I did. I, I remember. I remember feel. I remember feeling horrible. Fucking horrible. Dude, uh, yeah, I remember having like a Cliff Bar, you know, yeah. somewhere on the way back, and that just like made it so much worse in my mouth. <laughs> it was just so dry and sticky, and like I ended up eating an orange and immediately vomiting up like full slices. Yeah. Because because I didn't want to chew. I was just like hydration. Hydration. I'm just jamming fruit into my fucking face. We're not supposed <laughs> to eat the rind. Ah, the thing you. about it was, you know, I'm sure we were all ext- n- not to do the story over again because I'm sure that's not what we want to do. But I don't, did you mention we had one water bottle between the four oh, yeah. of us? Yeah, and we mentioned that you had it. Yeah, like, yeah. it was yours, and <laughs> the grace of you to to even give us some was uh, like saintly. Yeah, because you could have just been like, you could have chugged it right in front of us, and I don't think any of the three of us would have said a word. Just like, well, well, th- it, it is was, his. <laughs> it was also my idea to do the hike, so <laughs> little, yeah, but we, we, little culpable there. We we kind of shimmied past some rock faces that were actually leaking water. Like there was groundwater <laughs> to be had. So like, us not drinking was honestly probably probably a product of like. You know, the time we live in where it was just like, hey, there's water coming out of the ground. And it looks pretty clear. We should probably drink. Nope. Nope. I got to check my fucking phone. I got to get back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's good to have a, like a veteran of a lot of these stories on. I. It's really interesting to me. I wish I um, I wish I were a better friend and had listened to any of the episodes so that I could have an idea of, of when I'd been mentioned so far. But, uh, yeah. Well, there's basically an unofficial, actually, no, it's pretty, I mean, I'd already apologized, but about that time that James and I helped you move, you and Wiggles move and Uh, uh, the air conditioning, the air conditioning unit and, and yeah, what, what led up to that? And (laughs) yeah, not a big deal. Well, I mean, you guys had tough luck at that apartment. Yeah. Dude, that was the third time I moved in like two years was into that place. The, my first years in Boston were such a fucking clusterfuck. But yeah, no, I think you must be alluding to the fact that two weeks after we moved in, Brandon, who was convinced that his dog would not be a problem, even though pets were not allowed in the place, his dog had to be removed from the apartment because Became we got a notice a problem, from yeah. our landlord. Yeah. And then uh, on Memorial Day of that year, uh, we got robbed. Yeah. Or broken into, I guess I should say. And they stole my car and left it double parked on Comat. I had to pay for the toll bill. And it was full of your stuff, right? (laughs) What? The car? Yeah. 
No, actually. No. They yeah. didn't put any of your stuff in the car. They must. I think they took it with them when they abandoned the car. Gotcha. But they didn't leave the keys. That was an important part. So. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Dicks. Them. Yep. And they cool. took, if I remember correctly, they took some very odd things to take. Like, like it oh, sounds like they God. probably spent a fair amount of time there, but they left, like, didn't Wiggles have his custom painted, is it a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360 or something? Like, that that didn't get taken. Yeah, so it was interesting insofar as, like, they did steal some of our electronics, but not all of them. Like, my, they left my computer alone, but they took my Xbox and they actually rifled through all of our drawers and they stole Seth, our other roommate, his uh, inherited wedding rings that were his grandparents. Fuck. Yeah, that Don't... was the one thing where I was like, Jesus Christ, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's irreplaceable. I don't yeah. know if I knew that. That is brutal. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember that they also stole uh, basically every item of weed paraphernalia mm-hmm. in the apartment and all of our D&D figurines. Well, it's because they were in my backpack, which also had my laptop in it. So they just That's grabbed it. the backpack and like all of our dice figurines and like, I don't know, three years worth of characters that I had in a folder. Just, yeah. Just gone. Oh, and obviously yeah, like the figurines is whatever and the dice or whatever, but like... I have I still have all my characters in a folder on the show. I know exactly where it is because there's a nostalgia factor to that. There really is. So like, yeah. it sounds stupid, dear listener, but uh, no, I just the little sheets. Bunch- with- yeah, yeah, I have a couple of character sheets in an old folder. I also have uh, a printout of one of my characters, Sargento Probencrux, the the <laughs> lizard, the lizard paladin with yeah. the uh, pope's hat right as i recall <laughs> well he he doesn't have the miter of hierophant here uh but yeah um it was I, I don't know i googled like paladin knight and found a picture of that and then i took one of the heads of of one of the dinosaurs from dinosaurs for hire for sega genesis and i put his head on that paladin knight like kind of fan fan fiction picture Hell yes. Right, yes, because to set the stage, I'm, I'm actually doing a poor job of this. Uh, I was running a campaign um, that had two players, which was both of you, and you were a... It's not Dragonborn, that's the D&D race. We were playing Pathfinder, but, I, but you were a lizard man, yeah. and you were a lizard man paladin. Yep, lawful good, man. Well, so... <laughs> Was it literally troglodyte or something? Wasn't that like the the, the name of the race? No, it was like it was, like, it was. It was like no, no. It was it was more chud. It was more Elder Scrolls. It was probably just lizard folk, like yeah, or yeah. reptilian. Yeah, it was chud. Uh, yeah, I mean that that's still on the like uh, dart the poster board, like on the backside of my. My bedroom door. Yeah. I look at that guy every morning. <laughs> and then I think I was that that was my favorite character for that campaign. Was, you were a was, gnome, I think? Yeah, I was a gnome yeah. named Gilbert. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We were good bigs. Man. That was we fun. we could not get ourselves out of some jams, but like And you yeah. had a character that you played sometimes, right, Matt? Yeah. Like, did he well, die or something? What? Did he die at some point? 
Well, she uh, oh, yeah. she died. Yeah, my apologies. Remember. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, she was replaced by a man, so it's all good. Yeah, I can't remember if you guys had to kill her or not. I, I think, had her. Get I think possessed you, by. I think you realized that she sucked. Like, <laughs> you're like this character is a detriment. It's not fun. It but sucks. That's the best part about being a DM is like. You can kind of just steer the game however you want to. Like, yeah, you want to present us challenges that we get over in in distinct way. Like, you know what our skills are, basically, after the first time. You know what we're going right. for when we level up. So, like, you throw something at us that we just can't handle. And sometimes, you know, you don't like the third third character that you invented. And guess what? It's tough on them, that match. They have to take one for the team, yeah. Yeah, no, um, as I recall, so it was a bard, um, and Ben, I think you probably did this too as, you know, there's a lot of backstory here in terms of like, we are five or six years into playing Pathfinder at this point, and so yeah. like, you and I know the rules like the back of our hands, and I think out of all of the, you know, the revolving members of the groups, the two reliable tryhards <laughs> were probably you and me. Yeah. Um, and so what that meant was that we were kind of rolling characters in our spare time, or, or at least <laughs> yeah. theorizing about classes, right? Yeah. And so, and so I, I hadn't played a bard before, and with a two-person campaign, uh... I was like, you know you know, this is a good opportunity to play this class because it helps fill a niche in this this role that these two players don't cover, uh, or a niche in this party. And yeah, it just wasn't, it became not fun. I can't remember if I lost interest or if it was like, I put you guys in an unwinnable situation and someone had to die. The thing about, you know, I didn't try to railroad you guys. I tried to be really conscious about that. You know, yeah. plan as much as you can. You let us walk into rooms that we would die in. You're like, <laughs> if you're like, you can, you can go in there. Right. I wouldn't, but you could. You tried. Hey, you Fallout New Vegas did that to us. Yeah. Right. And because you don't want to take agency out of the player's hands, you you know, you put a lot of work into planning and so you kind of have a, a way things you want or a, a way you want things to go mm. but you know if you're i feel like if you're doing it right you have to surrender that and kind of like just let the players write the story with you it, it's like being a parent you know <laughs> you you have a dream for your kid you give them a football when they're born and they turn up to be just a drag queen and you're like oh well, I still support them as long as they're good. Like as you know, as long as they really try hard at what they do, like whatever. But like, yeah, sometimes you know, I I I can't say that I was a try hard at DNT. I enjoyed it. I tried to do a little bit of homework for it, but like, you know, I'm also a learning on the fly guy. Like usually, usually I'm on my hands and knees, uh, just figuring things out for the first time a lot of the time. And yeah, that's that's the way the lawful good character went for me because you know I I, ha I have impulses that that it's hard to separate from the character. That was always my problem too. Is that like if I were in a character role rather than a DM, I would almost always wind up role playing as myself. I didn't wasn't able to get away from that until like the very end of when we were playing. Yeah, yeah same know, with man. me because I made. Because I made that gnome character so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. That, like, 
the fa- like it was like oh, when well. we needed him to be serious, it was just like <laughs> he was shirtless and tattooed <laughs> and just drinking heavily. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it was since it was a druid, it was just like like all right, I'm a bear now. It's like why? It's like why not? Like yeah. I was small, now I'm big. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Was yeah, I, I also played characters that were. I, I think it's very common. You pick like like oh, I'm sort of a bigger guy. I'll be yeah. a I'll be a half orc kind of a thing. It's like but I, and then you it's like all right, well, half orcs are usually like evil. And it's just mm-hmm. like all right, well, I'm not evil, so I'm going to be one of the ones that's not evil. And then it's just like, but why? Then why are you? <laughs> and yeah. It takes a while to be like, no, you can just do a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can justify almost anything with a good backstory, right? But what it seemed like the progression was, I think for both you and me, because we played for as long as we did, was like you start and you, you're really kind of just role playing yourself because you don't know what the hell else to do. But then eventually over time, it's kind of like as you get more comfortable with the systems and you roll weirder and weirder characters... You also get more comfortable with, like, I'm just going to try to build, like, a ridiculous backstory and make this character fun. And then you find ways to lead into that, or lean into that, excuse me. Like the time I played a telepathic, I think it was an elf that had been polymorphed into a cat permanently. Yes. And spoke with a Russian accent. Yes. That was my favorite character. I remember that one. <laughs> that was at the old spot that got robbed, right? Where yes. you played that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but no, but Brandon was living. We, I think that was when we, Brandon was living on the first floor. And because yes. he was running. Yeah. He would so, weirdly come upstairs from a, into his old apartment. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh, those are the days. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I remember when I finally got that lawful good character the second I recognized somebody breaking a crime, it was like a king, and I tried to kill that king. <laughs> <laughs> like, once I finally understood, <laughs> it was like, well, wait, I gotta kill this guy. <laughs> Paladins have it rough, man, because it's like, if you don't adhere to whatever your god says you need to do, like whatever your your lawful alignment is, yeah, you could lose your powers. Like, if you didn't kill that king... I, as a DM, could be like, well, your god is really mad at you now, and you lose your powers. And that's yeah. not fun and for anyone. Happened. I yeah. mean, that happened for me a couple of times, because, yeah, I was acting as me. But it's like being Rorschach, you know? You're just like, it's gonna end, it's gonna start world peace, like, it's gonna end all wars, and he's like, I gotta, I, sorry, <laughs> like, I gotta blow the lid on this one. I gotta let you explode <laughs> my head. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the Watchmen for, you know, what was that, eight years ago? All I said was Rorschach, and I think it was 12 years ago, but yeah. Whatever. The show Watchmen. No. (laughs) All that is to say, dear listener, if you've never played D&D, fucking do it. It's fun as shit. Yeah, we didn't even segue into that. It was just organically. Oh, natural. Well, yeah, you should should play Pathfinder, though, specifically because it's free. Don't pay for, you know. Yes, it's free, and it gets... It gets some criticism because, like, some of the uh, some of the like classes are overpowered, but that just means you're going to get more engaged more quickly a lot of the time because you're able to do more. You don't have to like play for a year before you're able to do cool shit. You can do some cool shit right off the bat. Right, Damn and right. if you're overpowered, it's the responsibility of your DM to be like, okay, well, I got to figure out ways to make challenges <laughs> yeah. for my players. Yeah, up up to the DM to smoosh you. And there's so much like. Re- ridiculous third-party content that you could just weave in and yeah. like i mean the whole really, like the sky's the limit 
all of the HP Lovecraft like old gods and elder gods <laughs> and shit are all part of that. So if you're a, yeah. if you're a fan of uh, that old racist prick, you know he's he's involved. Wait, not HP directly. Lovecraft was racist, dude. Do you not know the name of his dog? Well, I mean, I figured everybody back then was racist. But do you know the name of his dog? No, oh, I don't. Boy. It's the N-word. I'm not going to say it, but that was the yeah. name of his dog. I mean, I figured that's where it was going. But Can confirm. Damn. <laughs> just, Thank just you, Matt. Insanely racist. I guess I'm going to put H.P. Lovecraft farther down on the to-read list. Well, I've, been, I, I've, I, read, I've read a couple of his works, but like, uh, not yeah. a lot. I've been reading some of his short stories since we just got done with Spooky October, and yeah. he does bring up race a lot but it's always different races of white people you're kind of like this was obviously written you know a long time ago this doesn't see it's not it's not he's not being raised towards people of color he's just like (laughs) this guy's fucking italian and now that's kind of like it's i mean it's pretty it is a trope to mock american italians like everybody makes fun of every character of the sopranos even though they're supposed to be cool, it's just like, come on now. Right, but it's not, there's no malice behind yeah, that mocking, really. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And so at the time, it's just, like just my reading mockery all- of Italian directors a couple episodes back. I, Boy. I did not mean what I said, but like, <laughs> I, I definitely meant the accent. Well, I realized that uh, I think in the first uh, episode Ooh. that I recommended you to listen to hey. him. What's up? There we go. What happened? We got upgraded. I got a warning. You got a warning? I got upgraded. High CPU usage? But no, a couple no, no. episodes... Our, sorry, wait. Our meeting, get, we're not going to have to close it. It We got upgraded, so be on the 40-minute... Like, oh, you yeah. got that too? Yeah. We all cool. It, I guess. Hey, I didn't I was, get it. <laughs> I was the one to react. <laughs> Matt was Matt was the one to, like, you know, use muscle memory and click. <laughs> I, I was like, have... Woo. Ben's face got taken over by a warning that's counting down like a bomb. Oh, hey, can I click okay? In five what seconds? I was going to say was, is that I accidentally called uh, Dario Argento Dario Sargento because <laughs> Sargento Probencrux, I'm third. A, I'm a big fan of Call cheese. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that reptilian paladin's name was Sargento Probencrux. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, uh, Italian cheeses, man. And I remember, I remember specifically like wanting that campaign to be a little bit more serious. And I remember having to like reassess when I learned your character's name was going to be Sargento <laughs> Probencrux. Yeah, I was like, huh, the whole this totally is going to be different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Sargento, which Proven was fine, Crux. but <laughs> yeah. That you know, that's that's my bad. It's really, it's really not. You shouldn't let me name things. I think is is the moral of this story. And people learn that at several workplaces that I worked. Like I, I worked at an R and D facility where they would name like new vacuum chambers all the time. And I always had like a suggestion that would be like second in the voting. And, like, a lot of people liked it, but, like, the management just had to say, no. No, we can't do that. Can't we call can't that. call We can't call it One-Eyed Willie. And it's like, well, there's <laughs> only one window on it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can call it something else. 
And so they called it Omega Chamber, and then I recut the Omega Man Good. <laughs> film cover or Good. film poster with the chamber on it. Good. Charlton yeah. Heston. I could Classic. see, like, so they let the employees name the chamber. No, and... they let us vote on it. Oh, I mean, okay. really, it was the decision of the board of directors or the owner. I was going to say, how do you not foresee the obvious Bodie McBoatface situation arising? Because like, yeah. there were like 10 of us. There were like 18 of us, maybe, on a good day. Well, we watched that play out with our friend with the fucking MBTA dog. Remember when Ricky, like, legitimately uncovered a scandal with the MBTA naming their dog? Yes. That shit was ridiculous. For those at home uh, who aren't familiar with the Bodie McBoatface thing, what was that? Was that Sweden? Norway? Somewhere? Oh, God, dude. I couldn't even tell you. Some some Scandinavian country let the internet name their their boat for, like... Research boat. Yeah, yeah. And the internet landed on Bodie McBoatface? Yep. Yeah, Bodie McBoatface. Yep. And then the MBTA was like, "Oh, we'll we'll that's the Boston Transit Authority." Let's all crowdsource names. Yeah, Please. they decided to do the same. Please, thing. internet, give us a fucking name for our thing. Even though when like Doritos and Mountain Dew did it, they both got like the results of things like Hitler did nothing wrong yeah. as like the name of Anus the new Doritos yeah as the, the new Doritos flavor so it's never been a good idea and but, I don't what's the upshot it's like we get a ton of media attention and engagement about this thing that we're doing and it's like well you're the MBTA do you really like you're not profiting from this the best version of an outcome i've heard from one of these was pitbull uh, mr worldwide oh. was, was having a competition uh, where everybody voted as what to what Walmart he was going to go perform at, which is already a bonkers thing to say. Like that's insane. Right. And some reporter for like Vice or somebody, like one of these kind of you know alternative paper reporters, got on Twitter and was like, "Everybody pick fucking Anchorage, Alaska." And so they picked that that one by a landslide. And and then Pitbull was like, "I'm gonna go perform in Anchorage, Alaska." And he messaged, uh, he reached out to the reporter. and was like, "You want to come with me and just like hang out? And if you want to write something about it, you can." And he was like, "All right." And the paper was just very effusive. Like, Pitbull's super fucking nice. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. He made everyone in Anchorage feel special. So like, I guess that's the that's the best you could hope for with that dumb stunt. Is that like they ended up making a puff piece that was un. Yeah, I'm gonna. Backfired I'm, I'm assuming on the, the unintentional. Journalist. It was like I forced you to go to Anchorage, Alaska, with me to perform at a Walmart. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. I forced a cynical asshole to like me. That's that was Pitbull's endgame. It's like I'm gonna take this cynical fuck and I'm gonna make him my friend. Yeah, and it who worked. Is our Pitbull. Well, Taylor Swift was going to. She, she did like a tour of colleges, and they were gonna have her like like. Any, you know, every city. She should every, not do a tour of colleges. She's too old. Every region got to, like, vote, you know, what college to go to. And once again, they picked the Boston School of the Deaf. <laughs> I remember this now. And so she ended up, she was just like, well, I'm not going to perform there because, one, they don't have an auditorium. So uh, just because they're small, I don't think it's because they're deaf. But she did make a large, <laughs> she made, like, a large donation to them. And then performed at, like, BC or something like Somewhere that. Somewhere close by. But, uh... So, wait, let's round out the MBTA yeah. at a naming contest for a dog? For their, for their new, like, yeah, like, drug-sniffing dog that they were yeah. going to have, you know, fuck with you down in the, the subway platforms. <laughs> 
And well, I think it would be more than one dog, right? Uh, well, this specifically was one. They were going to name one of the new dogs. They had like for, a cartoon dog that was going <laughs> to represent the other dog. No, this is a actual specific dog that they were going oh, okay. to like get, which is also stupid because like the competition lasted like a month, and it's like, do you not have the dog yet, or is this dog just? Are you calling it dog? Yeah, currently, do, do we give the name and then you pick out the dog. Is it from, like Washington from the football SPCA team? And fucking JP. <laughs> Like Jesus, they gave it up to the internet to to, to come up with the thing. And our our, our buddy, uh, uh, who at the time went by Ricky, the artist formerly known as Ricky, now goes by Dicky. This was, I believe, the first time he made the news because he has this sort of uh, this group of friends that may or may not be real. Wink that he runs on Facebook, and one of them had a dog named Mister Spaghetti that was killed by hail the first night they had it, and so all of, uh, this very harmless and silly and wonderful little like melodrama that plays out on Facebook with a lot of local references. It's great fun, and he campaigned to get Miss the MBTA dog named Mister Spaghetti after this fictional dog. And it was up by a ton, and then they just basically took the results down and were like, the dog's going to be named Hunter. And so then he started this justice for Mr. Spaghetti thing. (laughs) And I had just moved to San Francisco, and I saw that somebody had printed out the flyer and stapled it to a bunch of telephone poles in in, uh, Atlanta. So I was like, fuck it, I'll do that too. So I was stapling it to telephone poles out here, and it was just like this long thing about the injustice done to Mr. Spaghetti by the MBTA. And then like... A bunch of legitimate news sources latched onto it because it was silly and found out that they 100% buried. Not only did Mr. Spaghetti crush, Hunter was like the fifth choice from the final collected results. And uh, that's why we should defund the police. I want my name to be Spaghetti. <laughs> that's right. It is messed up, though. But I'm I'm more curious, actually, to know what the other... What would it have been? Three, three. names were? Yeah. yeah. Three between Mr. Right. Spaghetti. Now, I, I'm going to look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure at least one of them was like Doggy McDogface. Well, so that's the thing, right? Is like there are patently ridiculous or offensive names that I'm sure were on the list. Mr. Spaghetti's not, it's not offensive. It's I heard HP Lovecraft had a pretty weird name for his dog <laughs> earlier this episode. It's a fucking callback, dude. <laughs> Hi-oh. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. I thought yeah, I could get you guys, and I did. No, uh, Doggy McDogface is a great name for a dog. I mean, it's a little hack, though, right? Because that was the thing that you did after the advent of Bodie McBoatface. Is well, any of you these still yell Freebird were... at concerts, right? You're asking if I do? That still happened. Well, concerts still happen? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I know, man. <laughs> I run around screaming Slayer and show tits, and I just kind of hope I get a response to either. <laughs> oh, better than you, man. You know, if they if they really picked up the horse on redoing this front porch, which they have continued redoing, I would stand out on our front porch and yell Freebird a lot. Yes, we've had we've had two days of activity after. Gosh, what what? How many months has it been? Like seven months since they first started work something like I that i think it's i think it's six months and 23 days but yeah. i'm not counting <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> 
If you'll give me a brief respite, I will go down and take a picture of that door and send it to Ben, just so so we can all enjoy the joy of front porch construction. Well, the best part about it is just knowing that our door has been fucked up for so long. Like, oh, he's actually going to take the picture. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if he's talked about this um this pet peeve he's had but basically they fucked up our door when they dismantled our front porch yes he has he has talked about this i shouldn't okay no please do please do because i i i I forget the details gotcha gotcha so basically they started work on the porches of our building back in march or something right when you want to be doing that during the show it was like they were taking advantage of the pandemic to do it Mm, because like it was definitely a time when you couldn't have contractors performing construction without a special permit, and that's exactly what they were trying to do. And so when the first floor got all like angry that they were having to deal with construction noise at like 7 in the morning or whenever it was, they called the city and got construction halted. But not construction was not halted before they dismantled our front deck entirely and in the process uh, fucked up the door in such a way that like – there's just this huge gap between the frame and the door that let in a bu- like in the summer let in bugs and in the winter is now letting in cold air. It's James's favorite thing. That is very much so the truth up until that very <laughs> very last statement. It is not my favorite thing. It's the world's favorite thing. No. Um speaking of letting in cold air though, Matt, is your window open? No. Oh wait, yes actually. It is. Oh, I'm sorry. It is. is it is it warm? 60 something here, yeah. Whoa. Cuz I yeah. saw snow on some pumpkins in Boston recently on some 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 yeah, internet pictures. Yeah, dick. That was like 6 days ago. <laughs> the climate has shifted entirely. It's just what happens here. We are back to September. We went from January with like two and a half inches to snow last Friday to yeah, like September yesterday. It was it was fucking 70. It's been amazing. It's supposed to be amazing for like another 4 days and then I don't know. Maybe hell. Whatever. Hell yeah. No, that's that's like exactly a week ago. It was below thirty degrees, and you know, at yeah. night. Yeah, we had a wintry mix. I think Thursday or Friday morning. Love a wintry uh, mix. It right, was not a wintry mix. Love a wintry. It mix. was it was fucking three inches of snow. Was it really three inches? I guess it, it might have been. Dude, I I mean, some places it it looked light, but like. Everywhere there was like two inches at least. Well, yeah, I mean, man. it's people are always exaggerating inches. You know, it's hard to know exactly what you're getting. Um, <laughs> really depends on who you ask. You right, know, exactly. Always trying to inflate those numbers. Did they fluff the snow beforehand? No this this was like a true snowstorm. There was remnants of that hurricane, and then a bunch of cold wind out of Canada came down and said, "You ain't rain. You're fucking snow." <laughs> What we're trying to say—that was a that solid the, Canadian accent, by the way. <laughs> that's true. What we're trying to say is that the weather here was real bad for like two or three days, and you should feel super bad for us, Ben, because from what I hear, there's been nothing weird about the weather in California all summer. I hear it's just been amazing. Out it's there. been totally yeah. good. Never uh, talked about it at all. The, the ash fall has been doing wonders for the crops. The sky looks the same every day. Yeah. I will say it did it decide that it was going to get cold yesterday. And when I say cold, big, big asterisk on cold. Cold for San Francisco. 
and I'm, we're, we're, I'm having our Friendsgiving tomorrow, which uh, is oh, you know like, you. like three weeks ago for the listener, if, if not more. But in in like com like classical sitcom fashion, uh, our oven broke today. So the classic was it as a result of like any specific thing ha- like mechanical failure or what you just turned it on and it didn't work. So you can't. So the range still works, but the the knob was just spinning. For the temp, oh, like wow. like the, and nothing oh, was lighting. Just a potentiometer, but but gas, so it's a valve. Yeah, but but no, like there was no gas, or it was like if if if, if it's one thing, if just like if it's if it spins and it's not lighting, we just need to light it ourselves. We we could have done that for a day, you know, while we wait for the land to come fix it. But it was just spinning and wiggling, like it was completely detached. So I just pulled the plastic knob off to see what I could, right. and it's just a little metal rod, you know, with a notch cut out to lock in place, and it's just you can push it the whole way in. It's just completely That's not good. It's completely fucked. So Yeah, you don't want that. I'm going to be cooking the turkey uh 2 blocks away at Tim's place. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and then walking it back. Oh, Luckily it's only seventeen pounds. Holy uh, shit. Which it's man. it's I mean well last year we did twenty six. So okay. it is it is a lot lighter. But uh we're gonna be eating in the backyard obviously anyway, so I won't have to carry it up three flights of stairs. It'll just be uh, down three flights of stairs, up one flight of stairs, down one flight of stairs, and then into the backyard because it's you know obviously currently in my fridge dry brining. There you go. Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a Thanksgiving, man. I mean, it'll be different. It, it, the real question is, am I going to make Tim just bring it over? Like I'm going to drop it off, but then Do it's you like not have like a cart, like four wheels. So I got a car, but like no, it no, just no. Feels I didn't so say excessive. car. I said cart. I don't like, have a cart. I do this shit all the time in Cambridge because I like, had one I, at work, work, but it yeah. broke today, and I, right? like, I don't. Ooh, I think I'm not at work. In your life wait, is wait, just breaking down. All yes. <laughs> so you had an cool. oven that worked in your apartment for multiple years that broke down. Then you had a cart at work that worked for multiple years <laughs> and then broke down on like the same day. Yes. Wow. Technically, the car broke the day before, but yes. I would turn to religion. <laughs> I would I would find a god that favors four bearing wheels and turkeys. Well, the only thing that changed between, you know, then and now is that we finally have the election results. And congratulations to President Hillary Clinton. She did it, everybody. I'm President with her. Clinton. I'm with her. Lock yeah. him up. Thank you, Kodos. It's her time. It's, sorry. We Ken, did it. Right? It's just it's it just her time, guys. We did it. Now we're gonna play a uh, a quick game, one of my favorite games that we play all the time. Uh which one of the following three things is not on the Hunter Biden leaked videos? Is it Paris Hilton? A video of him getting a foot job while smoking crack. Nice. Is it a video of him smoking crack while operating a boat? Is it videos of him smoking crack while driving in his car and talking on his cell phone? Oh, man. That's a I'm going to go with B. I'm going to go with A. It is B. Yes. Pretty much the first video leaked was the foot job while smoking crack video. Wait, that's real? That's real. He's also watching Stephen Colbert while he does it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Hold on. Wait a minute. We're n- wait, we're in a 
We're in a universe where the Hunter Biden laptop wasn't total bullshit. I'm so confused. No, that's a billion. Per- I've watched it. Like you can no, just like you can just Google you it. You, you to need to that. clarify something for you me. You don't have to say that. So like. Was the video pulled from this laptop? The laptop Rudy Giuliani dropped off with, or oh. no, the oh. tech support guy dropped off with Rudy Giuliani. So or? the story of how we got it, I don't think we know yet. Okay, that I don't think we know was, the true yeah. story of how these got leaked. It sounds like it probably had a non insignificant amount of involvement from the Chinese government. Sure, but it's out I there, think... and it's hilarious, and it's doubly hilarious that like. Neither political parties covered it because I truly don't understand why neither political parties covered it. You'd think at least one side would be like, hey, the other guy's kid is uh, smoking crack while driving a car. Look, nothing against smoking crack. Definitely nothing against driving a car. But don't do both. (laughs) Hey, so one, you know, puts pollutants into the air. And the other gives you a sense of euphoria for a brief amount of time. Like, I I don't know, man. Which is which? Why are we, we not addressing the cell phone usage, you guys? That's just irresponsible. <laughs> I, I feel know. like we You're all right. know this. You're right. Um, no, the timing of this is super interesting. If you have these <laughs> videos, it's not like you've had them, like you just found them. Someone's had these for a while. Like... Joe Biden's basically got, you know, I'm going to make an ass of myself now, especially if your your viewers are listening to, or listeners are listening to this well into the future. Joe Biden seems to pretty much have a lock on this. Yeah. So why is this coming out now? That's that's really interesting. Well, it came out like a month ago. And oh, just, did it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just that nobody fucking cared. <laughs> why? It's nuts. Yeah. We were all carried. Care- <laughs> worried about fucking question one here in Massachusetts. There was some horrifying shit that they said about question one and it passed with 50 points. That's the right to repair one. Yeah. Yes. Now, now walk me through that. What are they? What, what, what's everyone so up in arms about repairing? Cause I got this busted oven that no <laughs> one's jumping in line to fucking fix this goddamn thing. All right. So if your oven had, a port on on your driver's side of your oven uh, where you could stick a device in and get telemetric data from from like the the maintenance system the brakes the gas consumption it could predict certain things and maintenance that was required well of course you might be able to bring in an, an independent party to service your oven you know based on that data Otherwise, you would have to get whoever sold you that oven. So fucking Whirlpool or Sears. They would they would be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to be there uh, in six months. And you're like, no, my oven's not going to make it that long. I I need help now. And they're like, mm, nah, six months. Gotcha. Uh, go ahead. Wait in the line. You bought the car here. Fuck you. <laughs> wait. And then and so to carry the metaphor forward, it, it would be like if Sears or whoever, you know, the repair company was, told you that they that that's how it was, and also you're like, but I don't, that's wrong. We got to put into law that you can't do that. And then Sears was like, well, we're going to pay several hundred million dollars to try to fight that law from passing. And yeah. then it, yeah. With, with a misinformed campaign on television that we all saw. Are you saying that in, in Massachusetts, when a, a large, influential lobbying group 
uh, that's uh, you know owned and, and and paid for by giant corporations that are largely considered evil, those bills fail because I live in a state full of quote liberals. Where Lyft and Uber, it turns out, are pretty much Karl Marx and dialysis dialysis patients. You know what's cheaper than uh, keeping them alive? Letting them fucking it's die. Not keeping them alive. You know what? We don't need medical professionals around them. Absolutely insane. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna go take a crack at just uh, hooking somebody up to a dialysis machine. I can run a car. How hard can you know- it be? You know what I hear it was? I hear that out west, the money you put in, it goes a little further in terms of like generating quality misinformation. Out here in the northeast, the misinformation, it's not so good, you know. Yeah. But I- they can put it directly into Facebook ads. They just right. walk next door and they're like, hey, Facebook ads, can you do this? And they're like, got you, buddy. Nah. But so, I, I mean, I'm not on social media other than maybe our Instagram account to post some pork roll posts. (laughs) But, I mean, our misinformation in terms of question one was, like, unrelenting. Yeah. And they had, like, two poster children. One of them was some sort of former state secretary of something. And I hope she doesn't live here anymore because she's going to get her house egged a lot. Well, what about uh, the, the uh, number two poster Number child? two was a guy who said he owned a repair shop and was uh, and was against question two because it opens... We already have right to repair. We already yeah, have. We, we, we already got it. I got a wrench. I can repair your car. <laughs> I, I got a right friggin' hand. <laughs> no, it, he was saying it, it gives up your data... To repair shops, which are notorious for for giving your data to criminals and Russians, and they could actually stop your car or make it swerve on the highway. I mean that that's not exaggerating. That's a, that's a scenario that they presented in their commercials. Yeah, I mean, like there are some deep conspiracies that that's been done like a handful of times on some very high value, like you know, political targets done by like the t- no one's gonna do that to fucking like Steve in accounting. Like nobody, like you're not gonna get just yeah. murdered in your Prius. You're not that that's, important. So. No, no one gives a shit about you, Kyle. That and like you're you're giving a lot of credit to like the people who who would do that. Like that's. I mean, think about how good you are at your job. And, like, it's pretty good, but, like, it's not that important and it doesn't mean anyone's life. Imagine imagine the level that those people are. And when they fuck up, somebody doesn't die. Like, whatever. Are evil conspiracy, like, Illuminati types, are they considered essential? Are they still, are they trying to get back to work? Essential employees? Yeah. That's a good question. Are, did, did, did they I count? Think they What's are the Illuminati they done really during the essential. lockdown? <laughs> well, uh. I, they definitely dropped the ball because you know it's clear they're not working the way they should have been, right? Because if oh wait, no, it's the opposite. The Illuminati have been working overtime because they got Joe Biden elected. Oh uh, wait, the yeah. Illuminati wanted Joe Biden to win. Yeah, he's a right, Freemason. Yes. Trump isn't a Freemason. Right. So QAnon has been fighting against the Satanist Illuminati deep state, and that's but they they couldn't do enough, and that's why Joe Biden got got elected. You know, that's they, why 
They they all got put on leave. Like they just you know they they didn't have the funding. It was very sad. Uh, Joe Jorgensen is this year's Ralph Nader. Her running mate goes by the nickname of is it Spike? Yeah. I never even fucking heard of Joe Jorgensen, but I guess that's not because they weren't on the ballot in Massachusetts. Libertarians, man. Yeah, they were on ours. So was Kanye was also on as a vice presidential shin. Yeah, I bet he was. I forget for what party. State. But then I, I was looking at you know the final, and this was the final California results a couple days ago, so I'm not sure if it was actually 100% reporting at that point, but it was well after it had been locked in. But there were six votes for Jesse the Body Ventura, <laughs> all with the same vice presidential candidate, which means that those six people definitely, you know, were like, all right, we're going to, it's important. We got to get him. This is our thing. This is this is it. Yeah, kudos to the news that picked that up, who were like, you know what? This is interesting. Six votes out of several million. Well, you know what, Matt? Hmm. We're the news that picked this up, because I read this from the direct tallied list of votes. Holy shit. This was from the raw data. <laughs> My man knows how to use control F. <laughs> Why were you going through the voter roll? Well, they basically, they had it all broken down and, you know, like it didn't, it, it was, there was a cutoff at, you know, I mean, like below like five. And so they just happened to have six. Oh, I so see. they didn't have a tally for anything below that. So I just scrolled down. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of ton in writing, writing things. Who was the vice president? Do you uh, remember? I don't remember. Oh, somebody, okay. somebody so not someone as famous <clears throat> as Jesse the Body Venture. Okay. No. Well, because like he's a, I mean, he is a political figure. So, right. you know, he's first and foremost a wrestling figure. Yeah, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say body. He's he's first he's and pretty, foremost a body. That well, I mean, that goes without saying. He's the body. He's My the, bad. the titular body. Not in the predator. No. He gets bodied in the predator. In the predator, he's a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. That's that's actually true. You know that? <laughs> Which uh I wonder how that would play on a Tinder profile. Sexual Tyrannosaurus? <laughs> well, just, just the, but with just nothing the, else. Like putting jaw <laughs> in, just just the pack and lip, and just, I'm a sexual Tyrannosaur. I think you get some swipes. Yeah. I think a few people would be like, I got to find out. Especially yeah. now when it's like, well, we're not going to meet up. We do the Zoom call first, and then we go on the date. So I feel like you'd, you'd get some Zoom dates out of, yeah, like, you, I gotta you know. A, you get a glimpse of the dungeon. This is intriguing. I need to yeah. know where this goes. Yeah, whether you get the reference or not. In fact, you'd probably get more hits off of people not getting the reference. Because uh, everyone yeah. else is like, oh, out of everybody in The Predator, he wanted to be that guy? <laughs> Dude, imagine the young uh, lady Venn diagram with... Predator <laughs> reference getters like those two circles. Damn, man! Uh, How many young ladies like took the time for a 1987 John McTiernan masterpiece? When he walked up and tried to arm wrestle me while standing, while going, Dylan, I knew it was true love. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Uh, it's a good thing they only made one of those movies. Thank God. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have gotten tired. They would have brought in some Academy Award winner fucking actor to get just all beefed out in some fourth 
monstrosity. They would have had to have built up the lore of the race of aliens in a really, you know, yeah. complex and really uninteresting and rote way. Yeah, it just would yeah. have been horrible. Yep. Speaking of getting beefed out, do you think they ever made a porno version called Sexual Predators? Dude. Rule 34, <laughs> if I may. Fuck me! Do it now! <laughs> if you can think of it, there is porn of it, like Rule 34. Yeah. So I think there... Even before I, you know, had context for, like, the broader pantheon of, like, pornography on the internet, it's kind of like, wasn't, people always talked about the Predator's mouth like it was a vagina. So if you're not doing that porn parody, like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, some Predator porn producers probably view that as played out. Oh, that's the obvious angle. The one you don't go for. I mean, like, you open with that scene, and, like, the people who want that get their jollies. But, like, then you you do some dreadlock stuff, and then you (laughs) do some, like, Billy with, like, Dylan stuff. And, you know, that's the way Predator goes, because it's homoerotic. There is one woman, and she is not a sexual character in the least. No. It's just a bunch of sweaty dudes in the jungle. Like, yep. that's the whole movie. The it's... Predator's basically wearing a fishnet bodysuit, right? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. We're, yeah. All, we're all gay for watching that, and that's fine, because it's 2020. Yeah. He's just a goth alien that <laughs> likes to murder animals to him, basically. He's just sort of a... Like, if Joe Rogan and Marilyn Manson got combined, and we were the elk. Like, people watching this you know, 200 years from now are just like, um, this is all men. Like, uh, I, you know, I don't think, I don't think they get it. <laughs> they were all heterosexual. A lot of that in uh, Top Gun as well. And, well, doesn't yeah. he hit at one point, doesn't he hit the Predator with like a swinging log trap? Yeah. That's yep. your classic phallic symbol, right? I mean, it's oh, just, there's I'm sure you can find that shit. Tons of spears and knives yeah. in the whole movie. Yeah, man. A lot of penetration. And what color was the Predator's blood? Wasn't it? It was green. Glow in the dark. Oh, okay. That's That's, not what I thought. Whatever color glow in the dark is. I have a glow in the dark (laughs) patch of it that says, if it bleeds, we can kill it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, like the blood on the leaf glows in the dark. It's pretty cool. That's true. All right. Uh, But yeah, we're we're, we're at about time. And I think, Matt, you have a new movie coming out. That's right. That's why we have you on here. Yes. I'm here to promote my new movie. It's called... Why the fuck was the election this close? No, um, I, that's not timely at all. You said you're, the people are going to be listening to this weeks from now? Probably around December, the beginning of December. Woof. Um, <laughs> hey, the okay. election might still be going on. We don't know. This is yeah. probably December 1st. Do you think we should have, we should have talked about it? Like, it's in terms of like, no, probably not, because it would just date this whole thing. And yeah, they already know, and, you know, I think making fun of Hunter Biden it was our contribution. I think okay. that's well. I mean, like this will be a nice glimpse into the the Friday that is November, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. No, that's all right. You know what? I can pitch my movie elsewhere. It's fine. Don't even worry about it, you guys. Well, here you have a new book coming out, and uh, you know you've got your own podcast. And and it, there's a lot about uh, something that I just sent Ben in his uh, his text messages. And it's actually, you know, pertains to both of us, but this is a kind of another episode of if he wants to look at the first message, 
he can say guess the air. I mean, both of there. I sent him two, and they're both <laughs> guess guess the air. So uh, you can tell me which one you're looking at and which error you guess. Well, I, I once again decided to go with the 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 history month one. Okay, all right. Uh, so I just sent you that one. Yeah. Uh yeah, and uh, it's it's the guess the air thing, and once again, it's a it's a picture of a, a, a gentleman named Oswaldo Cruz, who I believe is from Maryland. It says MD after his name. Yes, that is correct. It says 1872 to 1917, and then they follow that up immediately with a paragraph about him saying Oswald Cruz was born in 1972 in yep. Sao Paulo, Brazil. You got so, it. You guess you guess the error. They spell his name wrong and get his birth year off by a hundred years. Correct. <laughs> Within Correct. the first five words of the description. That, and that information is given directly above. Like, it's the only other thing. That is how <laughs> celebrates Hispanic Heritage Month or Latino Heritage Month, whatever they want to call it. Honestly, I'm surprised it's not more racist in their eyes. Like, I'm surprised it's not named something else. Well, he was the technical director of the Federal Serum Therapy Institute, or the Federal STI. You have to That's fact fun. check literally everything about these, though. Federal STI? The thing is, is, like, I keep sending Ooh. these to Ben thinking he'll stop after the first, like, four words. Nope. Wrong. Because the last sentence is, today, the institution he led is considered on of the main public health and research hubs. <laughs> on? It's one. It's on, baby. Woo! They also use the word moreover, which is just like, come on, would you hit the thethorus.com for that one, big guy? That's... I want to say also for a fifth what time, what can I use instead hard. of what, that? What can I email here? Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you for pointing out all of those errors. And I hope you enjoy the second round of fucking find the error. Guess the error. Find the who's, error. Who's yeah. the error? A classic bit. But yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Can uh, send us correspondence. Let us know... Uh, which one of your favorite Hunter Biden leaks? Hey, let us know your favorite guest, because I'm pretty sure it's Matt <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. It might be me. Uh, again, uh, thoughts, and, th- thoughts and prayers, big ups to John and his swift recovery from uh, yeah. penis disease. Hey. We wish him and his family only the best. Yeah, I, I hear they've got him on a ventilator. It, it looks pretty grim, but, you know, we're hoping he'll pull through. <sighs> he, he can pull it out. Yeah, he's pulled through harder things than penis disease no but listen this was this was a ton of fun i feel like we barely scratched the surface of of pathfinder anecdotes i don't know if your audience has a big appetite for that but if you guys ever want to go on a deep dive i think you know who your boy is look our audience is i think six people and one of them's (laughs) french so honestly we're just gonna reach into new groups or alienate the very few people we already I'm I'm good either way. We're not going to lose our sponsorship with uh, BlueChew.com or anything. Uh, hey, you got to so. worry about Sofa Kingdom, though. <laughs> our hardcore sponsorship. Oh, yeah. Matt doesn't even know about our sponsorship with the Sofa Kingdom. No, I don't. Please elaborate. Or should I ask you to elaborate? Have they sponsored uh, this episode? Are you going to hey, get paid? But, but between no, this not this episode. And but... the next appearance, you will know what Sofa Kingdom is. Okay. Well, don't talk about them. Yeah. We need them to pay you. That's yeah. true. It's they true. Free, so no free kingdom. advertisements. But if you'd like to give us money or tell us that your favorite Hunter Biden picture was the one where he has a bunch of M&Ms stacked up on his penis, because it's kind of cute. 
You can email us at roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at roadsodaspod there as well. We've got some pictures of food. I'm going to be putting up some pictures right now. I'm cooking Papa Shaw, Jimbo Shaw's dad's famous bisque, crab bisque, and famous to me. My father actually made this recipe to spite a local restaurant. Fuck yes. Which one? Its name is Nutters. Nutters. I love Nutters. But yeah, fuck them, I guess. I took my wife to Nutters over, the, nut over the summer and introduced her to Maryland crab. Oh, yeah. Love that claw meat. The first thing we did was Nutter. Yeah. All the crab shacks are just fucking horny. But uh, I've got that in the crock pot right now. I'm going to go suck down some of that warm, white, creamy, thick goo. Right after this, so there'll be some pictures of that. But yeah, that that's that's gonna do it for us. Thank you, Matt, for joining us. We're, we're, My pleasure. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna have you back at some point because we got plenty more stories. Yeah, as, I would love to. As you as you teased to conclude this, our, our our big illustrious first guest episode. I believe Jimbo has prepared some parting words, some a piece of wisdom that you can take out into your daily life, uh, a mantra, perhaps something you could. You, maybe it's chantable. Maybe it'll be anthemic. Who knows? Uh, but it'll be it'll be succinct and well thought out, and let's hit him with it, Jimbo. Now go say the words and tell them now. Yeah, I didn't. I don't have anything. Sorry. Fantastic. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. Truly. Truly.